Welcome to the Essential Scares Podcast, the only show that continues to re-ask the question, is it essential? I am your host, Corbin, and with me today, as always, is Good evening. And, of course, Bobby. Hi, everybody. It's me, Bobby. You all know your favorite character, Bobby, from the hit show Essential Scares. (laughs) We are back at you with episode 100 again. Um, last week, you, you B, may have noticed B. that we didn't get through all 99 previous episodes. And so here we are. We're going to start it off at episode uh, 41 of our previous episodes and hope to get through the rest of it. Um, and <laughs> I do have a hard out. <laughs> well, so. you know, we've turned many hard outs into soft outs before. <laughs> I won't be afraid That's to true. do it again. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, before we get into our next movie discussion, Bobby has a spoiler warning. I do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler (laughs) rewarning for movies from episode 41 to 99. Uh, If you do not want those spoilered for you, please skip to the time code provided in our show notes or description for our essential spoiler free discussion. Spoiler alert, there won't be one this time. Y'all remember there was a movie where we watched a guy in a rubber suit piss on a priest? That was weird, right? You know, a little behind (laughs) the scenes here, listeners. I explicitly was like, hey, are we going to do another spoiler warning? Because this is part two of an episode. I'm an idiot. That's on me for not realizing, oh, we're going to talk about Rawhead Rex. So, of course, Bobby's going to do a pissing... uh, spoiler warning he pissed on the priest and the priest loved it i'm sorry the the, the deacon the vicar the, you know non-ambiguous like, religious he wasn't man. actually the yeah, priest you know, just a guy. that's yeah so how do we feel rawhead rex is such oh, a goofy yeah. little guy so um i mean alan you know typically this podcast begins with you telling us about something and in lieu of that I would like you to kick us off with Rawhead Rex. So for anybody that didn't listen to last week's episode, what we're doing here is going over our previous 99 movies or TV shows. Um, It's actually just over that. I think it's 102 uh, things that we have reviewed and rechecking how we feel about the scores and the essentiality um, to make sure that we weren't too enthralled with something in the moment or that maybe we didn't overlook something that, you know, months or years later has become quite obvious. Uh, with that in mind, Alan, you previously gave Rawhead Rex a 1.5. In fact, we all did. You were one of the ones who said it was not essential, just like me. But Bobby said yes. Now, Alan, a year later, how do you feel about it? I think it? I'm still right. One and a half, no. I think <laughs> it's... I, it has its moments. There are definitely bits that we all the the piss the priest pissing scene really is hilarious. Um, he pisses at a priest, but he, like right that's on about there, man. like that's really the only big bit that I had like a bit high out of. His yeah. name is Rawhead. His name is Rawhead. I'm I'm holding at one and a half and no. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I uh, a piece of me wants to uh, give this a worse score because I I don't I really wasn't enthralled with this one I can and 
this is this was kind of a weird month of the show for me and i kind of didn't really like this movie and i still don't think about it as being very good but i, I didn't rewatch it and i don't think i can justifiably just drop it down to a one just because when i think of this movie i don't like it it probably is a one and a half so i'm just gonna leave it there um and trust year and a half ago corbin that he was right but i will reiterate i did not like this movie. <laughs> uh i was decided Shocking. to leave the most into this um but, but this movie is uh absolute dog shit i'm actually going to take the bold stance and actually actually drop it down to a one uh but I will reiterate that, yes, this movie was a movie that was so bad that it spun off one of the most famous horror franchises of all time. Uh, a movie so bad, Clive Barker had to take the reins of every other movie that ever had his licensing in it until he couldn't anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rawhead Rex is very stupid, but uh, yeah, hella essential, for at least for my lexicon, because we wouldn't have had Hellraiser sure. without it. Uh, after that, back in uh, April of 2022 we covered repo the genetic opera a movie that has really stuck with me um in in fact i would say is that was mm. the beginning of a little renaissance uh for the show um now at the time alan and myself gave this a three and a half out of five and bobby gave it a four with three yeses bobby with the highest score how do you feel i think i was looking through a bit of rose colored glasses this movie has some faults, has some flaws, but it, it, it it's a really cool like horror um, comedy musical. Uh, but there's a couple problems with this movie that I was not looking into that now that I've sat with it for a while, I, I can sit with, right? Um, it's not particularly well acted um, and it's not particularly well sung. The songs are really fun, right? And the the movie is a, 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 a mile a minute laugh riot. But uh, I'm willing to drop it back down to a three and a half out of five. I think it, it's like a, it's an above average film that um, succeeds outside of its flaws. But I would say that it's not good because the flaws are still there and they're pretty mm -hmm. glaring. Do you keep the yes? I'm being honest with myself. Um. See, here's where I'm at with this. Uh, personally, I would say, yeah, I think it's a yes. Um, but part of me goes, did I, did I think of this movie a single time until I looked at it and went, <laughs> oh yeah, Repo, that movie kind of uh -huh. kicked ass. Mm. No. But also, now that I'm looking at the other movies we did for this month, which was when we were met trying out monthly things and we were doing horror musical mm -hmm. month um this is quite honestly probably the only real horror musical that i can think of so the answer is probably still mm -hmm. going to be yes right like so yeah that that's that's where i'm at okay. with that now yeah um i totally agree on, on the yes uh i feel exactly the same about the yes as i did at the time which was that like <sighs> And, and I'm biased in the answer, but I, I feel like it really is just this perfect little snapshot of the combined culture at the time. And 
so I, I I hold the yes, and unlike Bobby, I do think about this movie kind of all the time, actually. <laughs> um, so I also, you know, I'll hold the score because I agree. It's I would love to give this a four, but it's like not objectively good enough. I think like the quality just isn't high enough for a four. Um, but so much about it is is just so cool that uh you know i'll give it the three and a half you know half a point of that is probably pure bias um but i recognize and i stay <laughs> yeah, it, all, all of us desperately wishing we could yeah. be gerard way watching <laughs> Honestly, this um, like <laughs> i mean it's funny you say that one of my notes is this movie is so my chemical romance uh i have the notes for this one still yeah. uh but the thing i want to call attention to is my very last note I did not love this mm-hmm. film as much as I did back in 2009. And that's something that stuck with me when I think of this film. Of course, it's essential. It's like the horror musical. Yep. That to me is sure. undebatable. But I actually am going to also drop it down to a three. Because I think I came in and got a little excited during the show and kind of bumped up. So I'm going to I'm gonna correct that back down to a three. Nice. I did get I did get excited and bump up during the show because the the score in my notes is mm. a three, um, but I get excited just thinking about it. So I figure I'll I'll keep the half. Po- half you guys yeah. take notes for the Crazy. show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just saw vibes all the time. Yeah, I have, I have notes for every episode we've ever done. <laughs> um, hey. for Little Shop of Horrors was our next uh, movie that we did. Um, you know, this was episode 43 and we all gave this, I don't know, maybe unfair score. Some of us, Alan gave it a three and a half, Bobby, four and a half, myself, a three, uh, with a no from Alan, no from me. Yes. From Bobby. And this is tough because like, you know, realistically, this probably isn't a three. And if I'm trying to score things appropriately, you know, as a critic, I guess I should bump this up. Right. And I'm going to do ourselves a favor here and kick little shop up to four, because I think it is actually a four, but I'm going to keep the no. And I'm going to keep the fact that I know I gave it a three because I didn't really enjoy my time with it. And I agree with that still. I don't really have great memories of this movie. When I think of Little Shop, I'm not like, oh, Little Shop of Horrors is so good. Um, But I think the movie is good. I just don't like it. Um, And I probably dropped a point just because it wasn't my personal taste. And that might not be fair. So I'll give it the four. I'm good where I'm at. Three and a half, no. I... I enjoyed Little Shop. I think Little Shop has like, like obviously the main theme is like it's iconic. Like it's it's great. It's a Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, and little Steve shop. Martin's character little is out of, of horrors, this world great. But those kind of to me are like the mm-hmm. high points. And it, this is very much so a movie for me where I go, yeah, I understand it's Little Shop. Yeah, I understand it's of a certain minimum quality, but. I never really want to watch Little Shop of Horrors. I'd go see the the stage show in a heartbeat, but I don't necessarily ever really want to watch the movie. I feel that. 
I'm also going to hold at a four and a half and a yes. It's fucking little shop. Fair. Now, will I say, now, will I say, right, there was something about this movie that, again, in hindsight, I still feel that stopped it from being a five for me. I don't know what that is, but there was something about this movie that, like, there were bits that felt, felt off. And probably it's because it's the same issue that you have with a four-hour musical with the 15-minute inter- intermission, right? Having broken down to a 90-ish mm-hmm. minute movie, right? Like, like some stuff gets lost, right? And so it doesn't always work out. And I think what's lost primarily is the legitimate horror movie elements in this horror comedy, right? Like... So like it it doesn't quite hit, but it's still it's little shop of horrors, right? Like music's iconic. The 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 casting of the movie version of this is iconic. Like every every great funny person of the eighties is in it, right? Like it's just so good. Um. So yeah, of course, it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, next up, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Uh, the musical starring everybody's favorite actor, Johnny Depp. Uh, we gave this fours and nos around the board. Alan, where you at? I'm actually going to go down to a three and a half and keep my no. Because I think I look back now at these other movies. And I really don't think I can say that, I, that Sweeney Todd is better than either of the other two, frankly. I just don't know that... I don't know that I can agree with that. I, I mean, Sweeney Todd has its own mm-hmm. things about it that are kind of different, but I don't really think it's better than either of the other two. So three and a half and no. Okay. Bobby's having an aneurysm. Bobby. Yeah, I know. I see it happening. I'm, I'm going to stick with a no. Cause I remember why I said mm-hmm. no. Um, is because it does not necessarily fill the horror niche. Although people put it in there, this movie, it, it, this movie's never been like this. This play has never been like horrific, or in the in the way that this movie it was made, it it's not. It's a it's like a it's a musical that's like fucked up, but like it's never played scary. The murders aren't scary. It's just gore. Um. But I think that I was probably a bit too smitten by what you guys were saying. Because there are issues with this movie. Again, it's the same problem I have with most musicals adaptations to film. Is unless you do a full-ass Les Mis, which I have different issues with Les Mis. Uh, Russell Crowe in particular. Uh, but... I think it's a four and a half. I think it's right there with Little Shop of Horrors. Different issues, but I get a well casted movie. Um, unlike unlike other things, like Johnny Depp actually does like like kind of kick ass as Sweeney Todd. Like there's a like uh, Helen Bob Carter is like you know really good. Like there's just so much right. Like oh my god, yeah. There, there's a lot going on here that that there is to enjoy. So I would say, yes, uh, uh, it is unessential, but it is very good. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to hold at the four and a no. Uh, I like, I like my score. Four feels good to me. Um, I agree with past us on, on the no, uh, but I like, I like my score. I know you, you guys both adjusted. Um, 
I'll hold the line. Next up, of course, we had Rocky Horror Picture Show, one of our first um, Hall of Fame entries in a while. Um, and in fact, I think if we, you had went uh, in the order that we had originally added them, this might have been like actually the first one. Um, but Rocky Horror Picture Show, three fives, three Yeah, guesses. I checked chainsaw. Um, does anybody want to adjust? No. <laughs> Do it, coward. And uh, do Bobby, it. Texas Chainsaw, we did uh, like 30 episodes later. So, Oh, wait, I was looking at the 2022 Texas Chainsaw. That's my bad. 97. No, no. It oh, says, wait. It, I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah, no, we did do the 74 one. The, 70, yeah. the, the 74 one. Yeah, but it was like episode 76. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was episode right uh, 35. Episode number 35. Oh, that was too bad. <laughs> So uh, we're all the superior film anyway. It doesn't matter. The point is, is anybody going to change their score no. or not? No, I don't change. No, it. of course not. All right, no. uh, episode forty-six, Blood Diner. Oh. The man, the myth, the okay, machine. Okay, we, we have a Blood Diner. Three and a halfs all around. Uh, me and Alan with a yes, uh, uh, and Bobby with a no. Bobby is the only dissenter. Do you change? Of course it's a yes. It's fucking blood diner. I I fucked up so bad on this by making me go first. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was like, oh, I can't say yes to Blood Diner. It doesn't matter how much I loved this movie. I am almost just based off of love of this movie alone. I am willing. Now, we ought to say it at the same time, this bit, because I don't think any of us are gonna say no. But I am willing right now, Blood Oath. With my two, with with my uh, with my Nantut boys, does this movie get the full Hall of Fame? Blood oath, blood oath. I can't. That just it feels so. It I just can't. like I. It feels. It, I, it feels. No, no. It feels so know, right. Like, it feels so know, right. You know. But it. you know. I think that maybe you have an extra level of guilt for being the only one to say no. That you need, want to overcorrect. It's look, not. It's not look, five. Yeah, look. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> On pure enjoyment alone. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it at a five, but that doesn't mean it is a five out of five movie. Like, but but this this is a five it, right? in our Listen, hearts, but it's Ed, not a true Frank, five. I can give you that. Um, um, uh, no, I. I don't know, man. I I think I think very clearly this movie is essential, and I'd like to apologize to Ed and Frank who did give us this, uh, who did were the ones who did uh, suggest this movie to us uh, for not giving it a five. But I will say, uh, Ed and Frank are both family friends of mine, and uh, had spoken to me at length at my brother's wedding about how much cowards we were for not giving this movie the five it deserves. So I'm. I, if 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 my two co-hosts are refusing to to have the strength that I that, that that is required of them, I will be the one to do it. Five out of five, absolutely. I don't care. This is record. This is now canon. Five out of five. Blood Blood Diner is essential. Okay. I don't care if this spikes me to to <laughs> most highly reviewed guy. Listen, like I I think that Blood Diner is a, is an easy essential, right? Because it's an easy yes on essentiality. But and, and do I do I think that maybe Blood Diner deserves a bump in score? Yeah, I could see it. 
you know, to five. I I don't think so. I but and I would and I have been thinking about it. I am willing to give it a four, um, but a whole a whole five. I love Blood Diner. I love it, um, but it's just not five. I'm staying. Yes, three and a half. I'm good with that. To me, that is that is precisely where Blood Diner sits. I will tell people about this film. They should absolutely watch it, but it's a three and a half for me. I guess I guess I, I will uh, I'll storm the beats of Iwo Jima all alone. Yeah, welcome then. to it. I'll write about your tales. <laughs> Episode forty-seven. We talked about Carrie. I believe this is our first Stephen King movie at the time. Uh, and Alan and myself gave this a four and a half. Bobby with a five. Alan being the only one who said no on the essentiality list. Alan looking at the spreadsheet and thinking to yourself, what was going through my head? Tell me what was going through your head? <laughs> I don't know. Cause like I, I look at that and that feels wrong. I think my score is right. I'm, I'm comfortable with a four and a half. I, I think I, that I can, I can stomach that and be okay with it. But why would I say this isn't essential? It's more, that's more the question I'm trying to, to answer to myself at this point, because it's fucking Carrie. Like is has yeah. one of the most iconic. Yeah, dude, we tried yeah. telling you it last time. Most iconic scenes. Alan's just having the conversation with himself now that we had. With yeah, the last of time. course it's essential. <laughs> what are we? What are we? What are we doing here? Of course it is. Uh, I uh hold my score four and a half. I like a yes. I like. Um, I don't really have a lot more to say um, about Carrie. I think that. I was correct about essentiality, clearly. But I also think I had read Carrie much too recently, the book version, to not give this movie a mm-hmm. five at the time. And uh, John Travolta is uh, not evil enough in this movie, enough so that I remember it distinctly. John Travolta was supposed to be like this horribly abusive guy. And he's just like, hey, man, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> so, no, uh, it's a four and a half. Uh like it's not a perfect movie, although it is damn near close. Damn near close. Next up, we watched Village of the Damned. This was our uh Hey last. That's right. This was our fan uh suggestion month. This is the third of four fan suggestions that we had. Um scores and essentiality all over the place. Alan with a four, Bobby four and a half, myself three and a half, Alan with a yes, the others with a no. I'll go ahead and go first and say that I have no reason to adjust my score at all i love the three and a half i love the no i am keeping it there and i i i like old movies quite a lot i think this movie is good um i think that this movie is memorable but uh not enough to be essential now dear audience a known thing that we know in this podcast is i am objectively right all the time but sometimes there's a lesser known fact is sometimes corbin is more right all the time so i'm going to drop this down to a three three and a half as well i'm sorry last i know you like that four and a half score but i am struggling to remember a lot of this movie what i remember is good but uh, i don't remember a lot of it uh there's a lot of suicide that happens in this movie i remember like like the, the kids like make people kill themselves a lot 
I think I was very spitten about that because it was a movie from like the forties or whatever. Spitten's the no, wrong word. No, I like uh, I like that word. You don't do do not correct yourself. Is it still a no though, <laughs> Alan? Uh, I'm yes, good at of course four. it's a no. Alan, I think that this is an interesting uh-huh. film. I, I really do because I think what kind of won me over for calling it a yes at the time, which I'm going to correct to a no now, is. I had such low expectations for what this film could even be, frankly, that it blew those out of the water. Um, So I was feeling real generous because I can't remember a damn reason why I would call this movie essential. It's a good horror film. I think it's interesting. It's worth a watch, but it it doesn't need to be in the the book, the book of the horror. So, no. Fair. Next up uh, and finishing off our... Fan suggestions month. We watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space, one of the best fix it right now. horror comedies of all time. So good that Bobby and myself gave the it best. fives and yes. Alan, however, hater of it's, things it's of all things funny, best. gave this three and a half, but agreed that it was a yes. Fix it. Bobby fix and I it. obviously say, Alan, fix it right why don't you now. take a few seconds just to tell us what's going through your clown brain right now. So, of course, it's essential. It's the killer clowns from outer space. I remember talking about how this was the movie I saw growing up in the in the rental shop because mm-hmm. it was weird and wacky and I was terrified of it. And I never watched it until whenever we watched it for the show. And it is funny. Last May. It is a fun, funny, fun film. But guys, I just can't go to the five. I'm not with you there. I can give it the four. But I can't. I can't go. It just doesn't do that for me. I I appreciate horror comedy more now than I did then. And let's be. Hold on. Let's give me a little credit here. I've grown in the horror comedy arc because if we would watch this early in the show, this would I would give this like a one and a half. And you both know it. Hundred (laughs) percent. I'm going to make you rewatch this for the episode 200 so we can finally get this in the Hall of Fame. I can't believe you're doing this. The hillbilly from this movie was your favorite character in Ghoulies 2. That's true. The great Fausto was the hillbilly in in, in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Your two favorite horror comedies no. of all time, and you're not going to give it a it's five? There. You coward. <laughs> you swine. You pig. Oh, you dirt boy. Oh all right, episode 50. It's happening Episode again. 50, we happening watched The Conjuring. Oh, we watched The Conjuring. <laughs> episode 50 was our first landmark episode, and we watched The Conjuring because our very first episode was The Conjuring. Uh, at the time, the newest one. The devil made me do it. Um, so now, bad. all three of us gave this a yes, I think for pretty obvious reasons. But our scores were a little more different. With Alan and Bobby at a 2 out of 5, and myself with a four out of five now alan is waiting i think for me to even contemplate changing my score and i'm sorry to say that there's no chance i change that score there's no chance i cannot believe this i cannot believe this i cannot believe this you wouldn't go up to a five and this is this this score is based purely on bias and you know it this you know this this is is better than blood diner as a film Yeah. It's not. It's it's just it's just like it. The, okay, so this movie is like such fucking bla- all the contrary mm-hmm. movies are such blatant Christian mm-hmm. propaganda. Like, and now I see now I see the. I answer. assume now we're all I know why this yes, is. So. Yeah, 
I actually yeah, am going to bump it to a two and a half. I'm fighting. I think people it on. is average. Got I think him. it's average. I, I I think I have to acknowledge that. I think I was being a little harsh on this film unjustifiably because it is just a very mediocre middle of the road type of movie. So I will bump to a two and a half. Nice. Um, I am so bored of Conjuring. He's bored movies. just thinking about the Conjuring. Like I. It, uh, dude, I'm out yes. here like pumped like, as hell for the, the next fact one. That, <laughs> I can't wait. Well, well, we're yeah. gonna get to it. Yeah. We're gonna get to it. I've learned oh. over time that there are other movies that James Wan has made that I do hate less, and I think part of the reasons why I, I thought I hated those movies actually has more to do with The Conjuring than it has to do with those movies. Um, so yeah, I'm at a two still because man, these movies kind of all suck major ass uh i can't wait for us to do annabelle and i'm going to make i i i'm determined to make corbin cry a single tear annabelle is isn't isn't is <laughs> not that good but the second one is really good um next up we watched x from ty west um we are almost within the last year of episodes at this point this is episode 51 oh my now, god alan and bobby gave this a four and a half and I gave it a three and a half. And we all gave it nose. And I, in my notes, have this rated at a three. And what that means, right, is that they talked me up. And I can see with a four and a half that, you know, the hype was strong, right? And I remember more, not thinking that this movie was that good. And I really like Ty West, right? And, of course, A24. Great combo, right? Now, thinking back on this movie and the fact that there have been there's this been a prequel and another one on the way. And I have not yeah. bothered to watch the first prequel, Pearl. Um, and I'm not... I've heard it's I very good. Also, but... um, and I'm not really interested in Maxine. And the reason is because I didn't really like X that much. And I certainly didn't three and a half out of five like it. Uh, my original score, I think, was much more accurate. Three out of five. I'm keeping that score. I do think it's a, just over average. It's a well-made film, but it's not actually that good. And certainly not what I expect out of Ty West, honestly. I keep with a no for sure. Mm. Uh, I think I became slightly overhyped with this movie because this movie is a three and a half normally. But before you actually put that score in, um, there is a difference that does drop this down a, a half point for me due to a four. But Mia Goth playing both Pearl and Maxine and being playing both those characters flawlessly is still a masterpiece show. in action. <laughs> yeah, like like that 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 in and of itself is just so good. Uh, I remembered really enjoying this movie, like being very uncomfortable in this movie. And there was a lot of really fun twists and turns along the way. It's a really good movie. Um, episode two hundred, where we can where where we look through all of our things and we we spend an hour adjusting scores as needed, might make this a yes after I watch Pearl and Maxine. But unfortunately, haven't watched those movies yet, so uh, can't really be honest with it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold with the no. For I'm down now. to a four. I got wrapped in the hype on this one for sure. Um, I was very excited for this, and it's still a no. Um, I don't really know. I don't think I'll ever get to a yes on this one, even if Pearl or Maxine are of that caliber. Um, 
because I just don't know that this one necessarily has like I I I do actually agree with Bobby on that, and I think that there is the potential for this to become a yes after Maxim comes out, depending on the quality of the trilogy as a yes. whole. But judging it now as a standalone, I think you know. That's can I there. can I take the stand boys on this next one? I need to. Yeah, I have to so atone the next for my movie, sins. The next my movie we watched, as it's known, was Even a Crimes of the Future. And uh, Bobby, you're not that far behind. Scores me. were a. F- a five out of five from Alan, a four and a half from Bobby, and a three and a half from myself. Three no's. Now, Alan famously gave this a five because he was new to Cronenberg, and a lot of this movie was new to him. Um, and so I know that he gave, he gave it a no because Bobby and I gave it no's, and he, I think, was on the train of like, well, that, that must be accurate. But despite himself, he did score this five out of five. Alan? We're going to go to a three and a half. We're going to give it the, the appropriate score it deserves <laughs> out the gate. Uh, and also no, still. Um, yeah, this is one that I just didn't know what the fuck I was dealing with, frankly. This was this is by far, like, this is was out of my comfort zone. This is probably still, like, I wouldn't say, comfort zone is maybe not the best way to phrase it, but, like, it's just, this is a different kind of horror film, and it is not the kind of horror film I've watched before this and even after this really so i uh i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go down to a three and a half which i think is a much more palatable and appropriate score for what that experience of a film was bobby um i do like these movies this this is like the weird juxtaposition i do like weird esoteric like uncomfortable movies yeah beyond the black rainbow right is a perfect example of that and there's a lot of that here. Um, but there's also this, like, because, like, it's part of this movie's talking about what does it mean to be human, right? Like, what does it mean to, what is experience? Plus, like, there's there's a there's a psychosexual component. There is a, like, there is a component of, like, talking about, like, social media and, like, the art of social media. All of those are very much there. and And also, like, the idea of, like, are we stopping ourselves from evolving? Have we reached the peak of human evolution? And would we even allow other things to exist outside of it? Right. And like the theory, there's also this idea of nature of like, what if there's people who eat plastic and like that actually, like what if there is an intelligent design and like, et cetera, et cetera. There's like so much there to digest. Um, And it's really, really cool in that way. The problem is, is all of those things cannot possibly fit in a movie together without it being incredibly muddy. Uh, so, and that's what this movie is. It is muddy. Uh, and they also put this weird neo-futuristic element in it. And they, they add like uh, Geiger-esque, a uh, Geiger-esque like art that stylings to it, which is like, why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah. And, and on top of this movie being hyped like intensely for it being very, very scary... Uh, and like uncomfortable and people walked out of Babies. it right the reality is is there's a scene where they perform an autopsy on a boy and like that's the scary bit and i am not honestly there's not enough gross out for this i'm willing to drop it down half a point um i still think ultimately it's still it's still cronenberg right like there's a lot i think if he were to hit, if he were to make this movie less muddy, it would have very easily been a five. But uh, this feels like a movie that needed a little bit more editing. 
of like, hey, maybe we don't put all of these messaging in there. Like, is it a no or a yeah. yes? Okay. Of course it's a no. Of course it's a no. No. Have you heard anybody it's... talk about crimes to the future ever <laughs> since then? Yeah. Uh, I I hold my score. I hold my essentiality. Uh, one of my big points at the time. I remember was that this movie is good, but it doesn't really do anything new. It feels like a greatest hits of Cronenberg. And I agree with that. And that kind of just doubles down on what Bobby is saying. Like it kind of feels like he put everything that he wanted in a movie all in one movie. And so it, it makes it feel like all of his other movies that just focus on like one of those things, you know, he's kind of been doing this for a long time and he just took everything and put it all in one film and it just didn't it, it was a it is a good movie but it ultimately doesn't work as well as it could have so i i hold the score it really is it really is like a new movie with like a new idea but like conceptually it is just the fly and scanners exactly like, so it's like, it, like it's it's hard to fault it entirely cuz like the movie is not bad and it's so well acted mm-hmm. but like it's yeah. just not it's not amazing. This next movie owns um, bones. He's like, we we still need to talk about the stuff I mentioned yeah, in the eighties. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm not done. You know, I'm not done. <laughs> uh, next up, we watched. It's over when I goddamn say it. We watched over. Willy's Wonderland. Um, this was episode fifty-three. Please tell me. Alan with a four out of five. Bobby a three out of five. Myself four and a half and three no's. Um, I'll, I'll start cause I had yeah. a really high score. I was super hyped on this movie. I really, really liked it. I, I'll say now it probably isn't the four and a half actual quality, but I do still really, really like it. So I'm going to put it at, I'm going to put it at a four. Um, and I'm going to hold the essentiality, um, for various reasons. I don't think this movie could be essential, uh, but it is nice, and I think that it is a wonderful little spot in Nicolas Cage's filmography. Yeah. This movie owns Bones. Just outright. This movie was a ton of fun. I'm sticking where I'm at. Four no. Um, I think I was a little harsh on this movie. Just a little bit harsh on this movie. No, three and a half harsh on this movie. Uh, I think that uh, as somebody who is an avid Nick Cage fan, av- avid into Nicolas Cage, love me some Nicolas Cage. I unironically love Nicolas Cage. I think he has a very, very, very underrated acting style. Uh, people know him for his freak out, but his subtle moments are also really, he's like a f- fucking awesome actor. Um, and I was, I was unimpressed by anything that wasn't Nick Cage in this movie, but uh, in hindsight, you just need to sit with that movie and just remember, like, every time Nick Cage is on screen, you're like, this is kind of exactly. sick as hell. Like, yeah. Uh, next up, and now we are officially in the the second year, right, of the of the podcast. This is the full second year. Um, episode 54, The Black Phone. We were so hyped for this movie. Uh, Alan with a four. Bobby with a four. Myself with a three and a half. Uh Alan with a no, myself and Bobby with a yes. I am going to go. Um, I don't remember if I read the book before you I recorded the episode. Okay. Um, and uh, not, not book. Yeah, we it's just like a short yeah. story. But yeah. I think that the score is probably accurate. I don't think that I three and a half liked it, but I do think it's probably three and a half good. Um, and I am going to revise my essential down to a no. Uh, this was a movie that I was pretty confident um, 
because of social media hype and hype around the mask and all sorts of stuff that this was going to be a standout online and for Halloween for years to come. And obviously it hasn't been years, but it's been one Halloween since then. And I'm sorry to say, but like it just didn't end up having the staying power that I was expecting. I was really we were we predicted June last year that last Halloween we would see that mask, that outfit all over. And it just didn't even last that long, let alone to now. So this is an easy no for me, but I, I hold the three and a half. Uh, I'm actually going to mirror your score completely. Uh, I, I think I was overly hyped for this movie and I wanted it to be good. And it is right. But it's not, it's not, again, it's, it's another one of those things where the book is just straight up better. Um, like the short story is just straight up better. This is a movie that like, suffers from it needing to be like 80 minutes or whatever like night like it, it needs it and like i really don't like some of the additional stuff like abusive dad does not exist in the book that did not need to exist in this psychic sister kind of exists right but really doesn't like so like there's just some stuff that's like eh and like they 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 put too neat of a bow on it, so yeah, it's a three and I'm a good. half and no four no. It's this is a movie I thoroughly enjoyed. I remember enjoying watching it. I was hyped to see it, but I when I, I remember watching it, I was just like, "There's nothing." I mean, this is interesting. It's a cool concept. It marries like the setting is cool. It plays with that well. But I was I just didn't see anything that really was going to make it long long winded. So I'm good with that four and no fair. So (laughs) we're now going to take an opportunity to catch up a little time on the episode. We did our, we had did three Jordan Peele movies in a row, get out us and Nope. So for get out, we had three fives, three yeses, a hall of fame entry. Nobody changes their scores. Uh, They've given me the, they've given me visual confirmation for anybody that's only listening. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Hey, listen, I do the video podcast so I can do that and be fine. Uh, Easy hall of fame entry and it easily stays. Uh, Now here's the one that, you know, we we didn't enter into the hall of fame us. Uh, This was episode 56. We all gave it four and a half Bobby and Alan with a yes, myself with a no on essential. I am going I'm going to stand exactly where I am, four and a half, and no. I I like Us a lot, um, and I think it's really, really rewatchable, uh, more easily rewatchable even than either of his other two because it, the concept is just a little more straightforward. But I don't think it's better, and I think that when, especially now, like looking back on his filmography and as we look forward, like I don't think that this is going to be like a standout entry. I don't think it is now, and I don't think it ever will be, so I, I stay on the no. I think very much to your point, um, I'm going to stay with the yes because this movie mm-hmm. stuck with me like in a way. And I was like, I was like very sure I was going to give it a five. I was like, what are we doing? But like, I want to give us a five because other people explained to me that us, like some of the meanings and the messages behind us, I think us is still a little bit too muddy. Again, going back to Crimes of the Future, we talked about like there's there's a little bit of like ambiguity and a little like it's 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 very much a sophomore showing of like get out is so clear, right? And we're gonna see a nope that nope is 
less clear, but in a better way. And I think us was, a, was, was, was the first attempt at that that didn't work as much. So, uh, four and a half still, uh, but, but a yes for me. Yeah. It's just, it's, I'm right there. It's I'm fun to watch my the four journey. and a half. Keeping my yes. This is, it's funny to even say this is his worst technical entry. Cause it's, it's like, <laughs> it, it's just a hilarious statement to make, but it just is. Yeah. So, it's, it's so much thing. better than so it's so, like, it really like is. Jordan Peele is like, like the dude yeah. is an auteur of horror, and I want to see if he makes a drama. How yeah, good that's going to be too, because it's got to be good, right? Oh, like so. Well, and, and it makes sense. Yeah. How do we have yeah, you know, like, uh, next up, yeah, we did Nope, and this one, I guess, I think for us was a little bit different because we all saw it in the theater like the Friday or Saturday that it released, and then we recorded like the next day. Um, because we were still releasing episodes on Monday, so I think what happened was we saw it on Friday, recorded Saturday, released yep. on Monday, which was like wild, right? And so we were riding the hype train really high. Three fives, three yeses. Personally, I stay here. I absolutely love this movie. I yeah. think that it is amazing. It is, I in my mind, it has only gotten better with time. Um, I saw it so a second I, time. I keep it right here. It's just as good as you yeah. remember it. I'm telling <laughs> you that right now. Yeah. Dude, it's I saw so it with Maggie good. afterwards, and it's like in like Evocative. one of the major like again talk about clear like this movie has some of the very same th- themes going back to crimes of the future right because we can play these two together now and i've got clear new some of the same yeah. themes like but it's such a like and a lot of the same themes they're talking about some a lot of the same shit but this movie is just so much more clear and you get it and you understand and it makes you think and that makes you uncomfortable and it's gross and it's like and there's eldritch exactly. horror or alien horror depending on yeah, how you want to yeah. look it's like it's oh great. my god the dude. way that he balances like the, like i might like this I, more than yeah. get out. <laughs> like the the horror elements no. while also kind of retaining some of that easy watchability from us like is like he really carries forward a lot of the great uh filmmaking aspects there it's just it's just a wonderful movie uh next up we had a move a game uh our first game since resident evil village and the most recent game that we've done uh this episode is titled uh it was episode number g1 because we were going to do more games as an offshoot we had ambitiously decided at the time that we do a whole game every quarter and it's actually only been three quarters since then but we're still on episode g1 so that didn't go so well uh amnesia is a a game that we all gave threes to and we all said yes uh and i'm just gonna stay there uh honestly like i don't know if i even like the three but if i think about the game hard enough i know that it is a three so i'm just gonna leave it there i disagree yep uh, yeah. It's not. It's two and a half. Yeah, yeah. it's two it's and a half. It's an average game. Two, two and a half. half right? It's absolutely. I essential. really thought it is absolutely dropping it, but no, yeah. it's two and a half. It, it, you see, the reason why mm-hmm. you think it's a three is because you remember both playing it then and now, and it being like, oh my god, because it, it was like the first real like horror yeah, sim that is true. game, right? Like that got any sort of popularity, right? Which makes it absolutely essential, but like nah man it just ain't right because you know what's just as essential and just as boring of a game slender the yeah, first well, slender yeah that is right true. they're both indie games that like like 
but but at least slender had a had a gameplay loop right yeah, had a gameplay like you loop. could keep going Light, and torch, keep doing run and hide I don't. Yeah, but I, you can play rounds of Slender. I don't like Amnesia, for the record. Like you don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> have to convince me that it's good. I don't. I don't like it. But I've already. I've already said it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna adjust twice in one episode. And I probably agree with 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 previous me. Episode fifty eight. We watched Mad God. Um, this is a movie that we all gave yeses to. Bobby and myself four and a half. Alan three and a half uh i really really love this movie i actually think about it all the time and i kind of wish i could give it a five and but i just don't think that it quite gets there i think i i you know like it's 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 a tough one for me and i'm trying to think like you know did alan talk me down maybe you know from the five um or was i at a five, at the four and a half the whole time and do i think it's better now than i thought it was then i don't think so but i do think that i lean even more strongly into the essential category than i did um because it has stuck with me so much um i probably wouldn't give it the five because it's it's just a little bit like too weird at times just, just like, do it just do it i really want to I'm just gonna do it. Weird give movies it can be five. Give on the five. I want We're the five. five. I want the five. I really. And love guess it. what? I'm gonna go ahead it's and met. Oh boys! I had to convince myself too much that I wouldn't. See, here's. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Being objectively right, um, sometimes comes with time, right? And as you can see with convincing Corbin that this movie is in fact a five, sometimes you have to gestate, right? This movie is, um the most disgusting piece of art that you will ever watch but it is art it is so like good. it is pure art and like you i've never seen uh uh giant robotic beings eating shit while getting electrocuted and went that is beautiful until i saw mad god like i'm not kidding that's a scene in this movie uh like it's it's it is showing the beauty in the grotesque and like the like the the there's a there's a certain level of like this like pointlessness of light oh it's so good oh my god it's so good uh yeah watch mad god now pause the episode watch so mad god five, now. alan uh yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, of course I'm bumping to the I'm five just, alan I'm, pay attention I'm clarifying Keep for up. the audience it's a three and You're a half. You're a coward again. Yes. Stop being it's spoiler It's just not here. there for me, guys. Ugh. We, were, I did not enjoy this film one bit. Um, it's Alan art. hates stop motion. Confirm. Oh, oh, so your enjoyment matters now. It didn't matter. It didn't it matter with matter Blood Diner, but now it matters. Uh, I interesting. Can, I can, I can Inter- agree it's that very it, is, interesting. it is definitely a piece of art, hundred percent. But I just, I don't know. I don't know that this is exactly. I, I don't know that this was necessarily like the greatest thing that should have taken 30 years to to come out frankly i just really don't i don't think i don't think that this is really what you should have staked your uh, career on man hearing alan give stand by the three and a half makes me feel a lot better about the five actually yeah yeah you, you know you know what else would probably make you feel better is if we just skip back up a, a good uh, 10 or so episodes and just really considered. <laughs> 
episode 59 we watched Pre- prey damn it the predator prequel um alan and bobby gave us four and a half i gave it a five and we all gave it a yes and uh being the only one who gave it a five i'm just gonna go ahead and go first and i'm gonna stick with the five i mean i can't i i don't think anybody would expect anything less of me um I've watched it. I've watched it since uh, two more times, <laughs> and I love it. Um, definitely watch it in in uh, Comanche if you have the the ability. Dude, to it's read so subtitles. much better. Um, it's just better that way. Um, I started watching yeah. the English version. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this, but like the Comanche I version. I wish that is they so had much done better. it the reverse way and filmed the movie in Comanche and then dubbed English instead. I think that would have been like that. Just would have been that yeah. extra little icing on top. But I hold the five. I hold the yes. Um, it's great. Um, and even further pushing the essential, uh, the 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 reviews and and reception of Prey have altered like the uh, Alien movie that's coming out next. Um, and I think that we're gonna see like a little uh, modern renaissance of Alien and Predator movies. I can't wait. Um, I'm also I think. I think I'm going to hold it a four and a half and a yes as well. Um, there were parts of this movie that I just remember like eh, kind of dragging. There are parts of this movie that felt a bit obvious, but it is, it's one of the better, like, like not to be the anti anti SGW guy on this podcast, which I often is. It's like, it's a, it's just a kick-ass movie talking about like egalitarian society and like, like, triumph and stuff like that it's just a really cool survival movie it's a really cool revenge flick like there's a lot to really love about this movie it's also one of the movies that i always recommend to people but i only ever recommend the comanche version yeah right and i think that's where the point five comes out is like that's not exactly the original intent of the movie right or that's not how it's like meant to be viewed by by like everybody involved it's like a director's cut version it's the better cut, like by a wide margin, right? Because like it's the only difference is everybody in that movie speaks the language you'd expect them to speak, and so it's like super historical in that way. And it's like God fuck, and the Frenchmen, like they all speak French. It's like why didn't you do this in this language? Like it. So I, I think it's a, I think it's a sour grape that I have that keeps from being a five because like I'm only ever gonna watch it that way because like. It's awesome. I'm right at four and a half, and yes, it's great. You should watch it. I just don't think it pushed it over to the five for me. It would Honestly, have if they would have. I would have appreciated. I've always want. I I for me, I always wish media just does that anyway because it's a more interesting take. Like, well, okay, so like, like think about it. Think about it because like nobody could be mad. Like no no idiot loser like, could be mad about a, a, an American movie. Yeah. Because well, it's an American language. Imagine like, you're playing like, like they, Assassin's Creed. That's the only and everyone you're in the middle yeah. of the Middle East in the Dark Ages. Like no one should be speaking English. No one should be Latin everywhere or yeah. Arabic. Like that's that's that all was, we should be hearing. That was the be- one of the best parts about the Assassin's Creed movie was when they did the ba- the past parts and they in Spain they all just spoke Spanish. Of course, bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> Of course, you, you watched that of course movie. Of course, I watched that movie. It's Assassin's Creed. It's Michael Fassbender. Of course, I watched it. I watched it more than once. Uh, next up, oh. we watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. The most predictable this movie, is movie on that this we list. We all said, 
we all said no to. Alan gave it a two and a half. Bobby and I gave it a three. Um, I'm. Are we? So I'm, just gonna, I'm. I'm staying okay. across the board. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is this is this is old man. This is the old. This is so grandpa corner. <laughs> I corner. am gonna adjust a little bit. Okay, with a, the power of hindsight and the power of seeing a little bit more about what this movie has actually done uh, culturally. I am going to adjust. I don't think that the movie is better than a three. I will actually stay there, but I'm going to change it to a yes. I think this movie actually is essential and not for me, but for that next generation of horror fans. Like I see this movie coming up all the time and even still a year later, like this movie comes up all the time and I don't think that it is there on merit, but I think it is there on culture yeah because like i you know i i (laughs) but that's just how it is right um so yeah Yeah. i i I hear that i hear what you're saying um Mm -hmm. i hear you and i there's a part of me that really wants to but i don't think it will actually Mm -hmm. stand the test of time i think most people will remember the first real horror movie franchise that comes out of this but i think this is like it's going to be people like, actually, I think the first horror movie I actually saw was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. But this True. was what really got me into it. Um, and I, I'm cool to actually stick with the three. Uh, there's parts of this movie that I really enjoyed. And it is a fairly good horror yeah. comedy. I just, I can't help but continue to get the sense that. Because like, its whole thing was like, I, it, this, movie's, this movie's lit by iPhones. Uh, it's not going to really stand the test of time um i'm st- I'm, st- I'm i'm i listen i've been wrong clearly <laughs> a lot uh throughout the last 100 episodes so don't take it for what it is but yeah. you know that's where i'm at uh next up vhs 94 uh well we actually oh, ellen yeah, how did you feel about bodies 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 no. okay okay uh vhs 94 three uh out of five from alan and bobby three and a half out of five from myself all three knows uh i'm gonna stay I'm going to stay. Three and a half, no. I like it. I stay. I can't actually remember the difference between VHS 94 and 99. They are kind of running together <laughs> for me. Um, was, ni- was 94 the one with camera head or is that 99? With camera head? The like, the, the, yes. the, the like doom sequence? The, I think that's this one. Yeah, yeah. that was 90, 94 yeah. is, is, is this one, is that one. And is also the one with the, okay. uh, uh the the morgue uh sequence morgue sequence was good oh but the morgue sequence was so good but everybody hates the morgue sequence which is like dude like yeah is 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 94 also the one with like the cop procedural like uh through uh meta narrative which i also didn't hate i think i think i'm just staying i think i'm just staying Cause like I'm, I'm remembering like the, the the ones that people liked I hated I remember having this I, we're having this conversation again. Right. we're good uh, next up one of the lowest rated things that we have ever reviewed oh the Resident God. Evil 2022 Netflix TV show uh, R I P Lance Riddick zero point five out of five in no from all three of us I will stay at zero point five I'll stay it isn't good. It is not good. Did we not? 
Oh, we did do Raccoon City. Okay, cool. Uh, this is the worst thing we've actually reviewed. Uh, uh, this and Infinite Darkness are the two worst things we've actually ever reviewed on this. But I actually think this is worse. So it's a zero for me. Um, like it, this is this, this is the single worst thing. Like I hated. Like unironically, I felt some resentment to you, Corbin, when you like when we first like we watched this because I was like, I I watched the first episode and I'm like. I remember texting our group chat, like, repeat, like, why the fuck do I have to keep watching this? Like, it was just... It like, was great because it was so long, It was too. the it was like eight worst. <laughs> it, and, and they were all an hour long. Yeah. Like... They were all bad. And, and I just remember sitting there like, this is... And every time a character became like, I kind of like this character, they just killed them. They just killed them. And then they stopped giving a shit about you liking the characters and then they like were like by the way i'm getting married with to my pregnant girlfriend and then they was like i was like okay so she's dead and then she dies immediately it's like fucking duh dude like it was so bad and every episode had like five ex machinas i feel like that's this actress's problem it's not that she's like the main actress the 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 lady uh, whose name escapes me, but she's also was in that game that everybody hated. Like, I feel like she's like in a movie, like either it's the way she acts or what she's typecast into is the most unlikable character ever. <laughs> Sorry. That's it. Zero. I actually zero, gonna so agree flat zero. zero. Uh, and we're going to have to, this is going to come back up later. No, I think we can pretty okay. much uh, <laughs> this next one. <laughs> this is gonna come up yeah yeah oh you mean the exorcist probably the greatest yeah, yeah, horror movie of all that, time you mean yeah, the exorcist yeah, the wow yeah that's just what it is all right so ex- exorcist three fives three yeses uh after that we we talked about the purge the original you gave the purge alan gave it a five eight? bobby and i with fours three yeses um i stand i think this is a very good movie uh i stand not quite more than a four i also stand an easy an i was easy shocked yes, how much i like yes. the purge I, yeah i was honestly shocked how much i like the purge to me i but, absolutely yeah, stand i i think that this movie earns okay. every bit yeah. of it i think this is this is the spawn of a franchise that we may not love but i do think that what this film does on its own merits is phenomenal and it's i'm also i am a mark for uh, alternative history i just am that's sure. just something that works for me and this just does it so. uh, that's that is a that is a weird place to be. I like in. alternate history because there's only two types. What if the Nazis won? Ha ha ha! Right. Uh, VHS See, 2012 problem. was our next movie. Uh, Alan and myself four and a half. Bobby with a four. Three yeses. Was this one Ratma? Um, this is this is no no that's a, yeah that's uh, VHS ninety ninety four yeah is it ninety four or ninety nine. It was one of those. It was one of the newer ones. Uh, either way, I hold the four and a half. I've seen this movie many times, and I think it's very, very good. But not every short is is good, and so it's not quite a five for me. Uh, but absolutely essential. This is a storied modern franchise of the last decade, um, and uh, I think it deserves to be essential. So four and a half with a yes. I'm going to stick with the four. Uh, running in true Bobby fashion with the VHS movies. I like the ones that people apparently didn't <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Uh, I'm good with past Alan. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, another one that we didn't super love, My Best Friend's Exorcism, um, a movie that Alan gave a one and a half, and Bobby gave a 0.5, and I gave a one. Uh, this is a movie based on a Grady Hendrix novel. I have since learned, uh, that I do not like Grady Hendrix. Um, I don't like his books, I don't like his movies. I hold the one because I don't actually think it's as bad as I didn't as much as I didn't like it. Um, and definitely enough, but I urge you not to watch this movie. I, I, <laughs> I'm actually willing to raise it mm-hmm. to a one. Uh, I don't think it, I think it's actually a competently shot movie. And there are some little funny little bits. It isn't some of the worst movies I've ever watched uh, on this but it's also just eh. It's pretty bad, actually. It's worse than eh. It's like ugh. That's it's an ugh. That's a. I one. never want to watch ugh. this film again. But it's not like complete garbage. So I'm I'm good where I'm at. A one and a half and a no. Okay. Hell. Next up, Hellraiser 2022. A three from me and from Alan. A four from Bobby. Three no's. Bobby. You're the Hellraiser guy. You gave it the highest score. Where where are we at? Where yeah, we at? yeah. Um, I there's okay. So objectively, uh-huh. right? I think this movie, honestly, I think it's I think it's a point five up for the both of you guys, and I think it's a point five down for me. I think it's three point five objectively. That's that that's objectively where I think this movie is. Unfortunately, uh, this movie was made for me, so it's a four <laughs> for me still. Uh, like. I, I I know I should give it a three and a half. I get that. I understand, right? But um, I've watched this movie more than once since the reveal. Uh, and every time I watch it, I'm just like, ha ha ha, yes, Lady Pinhead. Oh, she's so good. Like every time, I can't help it. The 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 it's one note. Like what music is this? That scene is just. I don't care. That movie could be dog shit around like lady pinhead and let's be honest there's parts of it that aren't great right but like this movie is just so fun i just i just i just love me some pinhead i love me the cenobite designs it's just like essential it was there's been a drought oh no no god no (laughs) i we haven't seen enough to say it is yet um okay uh, that's that's potentially fair. You know, I think there's a chance. Uh, but I think that the chance still relies on having a couple more Hellraiser movies um, with, that, are that are good with her as Pinhead. And then we can say, like, oh, this movie becomes essential. Um, I understand why you think that our scores should all change by half a point. But I actually disagree, and I think that you're even even now the bias comes through, and I hold my score at a three. Um, I I don't dislike this movie, but it just didn't really do a lot for me. You know, a couple of cool Cenobite designs and good acting for Hellraiser or for Pinhead. It that just doesn't it doesn't push it all the way for me. See, when I think back on this film, all I think about are the things I enjoyed. Like the 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 mediocre sure. bits have kind of just fallen by the wayside. So I actually, when I was looking at my score, I was like, I gave that three. 
that's not right. So I, I actually did plan on bumping this one to the three and a half. Bobby, when Bobby <laughs> said that, I'm like, God damn it, man, called me out. He's right. He's right. Damn it. And no, it is also not I, because because I'm objectively right all the time, and Corbin is wrong here. It's a three and a half. But when we aver- when we aggregate aggregate out the scores together, what we find is this movie actually is a three and a half for the podcast. <laughs> so I'm fine with it either way. Right. Oh boy! Next up, we talked about Halloween Ends. A uh, honestly surprising because it is the first Halloween movie. That- that we did uh well we did halloween kills uh before this right um but still like this we haven't done the other halloween yeah we, ha- yet. we haven't even the old done show. halloween 2018 we haven't even done all all three of the new ones <laughs> um halloween ends the final again halloween movie alan with a two bobby with a three and a half myself with a three all three knows um I'll, I'll i'll go and you know i i think i hoped that this movie over time would become a yes um and i guess you know giving it even more years i think there's still a chance that it becomes a yes because if they just don't don't make more yeah. halloween movies this one is just going to become yes for me but i also have full faith that more halloween movies will come and i can just leave this at a no so i hold the no uh the three and a half is tough because like i actually think that this movie isn't that bad uh it's just kind of a weird final entry for halloween it feels kind of like it's almost wanted to set up a next trilogy it almost wanted to like you actually gave it a three three. you said three and a half um and roll back the tape it's impossible (laughs) <laughs> it might be better than, than the three but as a as a halloween movie it's just really tough for me to give it more than a three I, especially off the back of halloween kills i think the movie just doesn't make a lot of sense so i'm gonna hold i'm gonna hold three out of five i'm good i didn't like this film i made that very very clear when i watched this um that i just don't think that this this is not what i wanted out of the end of this franchise of halloween the the precipitous drop uh from halloween 2018 to this was just awful so two no uh this is better than halloween kills um it's half a point better than halloween kills so i'm holding like i i i liked it i i didn't hate it there's a lot of cool little bits here uh it wraps everything up better than the last timeline did actually better than the last two timelines did for halloween um it just lets it end in a way that feels right and natural um the reality is though halloween 2018 really should be the last movie you watch in any of these movies it's like it's a perfect ending. so good it's a perfect ending i don't yeah when i well i remember walking out i watched this movie with my buddy rain and i remember uh, uh, halloween 2018 i watched halloween 2018 with my buddy rain. this is this is a little bit of where you're gonna hear this story again when we do halloween 2018 and i'm like man what a perfect ending he's like they're making two sequels and my first response was like oh <laughs> fuck and then i was like they could be good but <laughs> And they weren't. 
Yeah, they were fine. Uh, next up, we watched VHS ninety nine. Um, and Alan's wondering why he gave it a half a point higher that's than right. the rest Alan of us. Alan with a two and a half, <laughs> Bobby and myself with a two. All three knows. I wish I could give this a higher score because, like, in my memory, this is like just another VHS movie, which kind of puts that at two and a half. You know? Yeah. But when I look back at the skits that were in this movie, I remember why I thought it was a less than average vhs movie and so i am holding at the two it's just below average the final one is still just the best one and it's so good and i think if the quality of the other ones were just a little bit higher this could probably be like a three just on the back of that final sketch but as it stands i give it a two i I hold two and enough I also gonna hold, uh, just because it's like again. I just looked at the skits real quick, and I was like, "Oh man, I kind of like didn't hate those skits." And then I thought about it for like a second more, and I'm like, "No, no, uh, no for the first one. <laughs> no for the second one. Yes for the third one. No for the fourth one. Gross for the fourth one. And hell yeah for the fifth one." So it's like I have like a one really good skit out of all of them. It's like that's like mm-hmm. twenty minutes yeah. of a movie, and it's at the end. Like, I, yeah. I also hold it two and a half, and no, it's average. So it just it doesn't do anything great, doesn't do anything terrible. It's just middle of the road, mediocre. That's fair. Your my memory of your thoughts on this movie that does make sense because you also liked a lot of it more much much more than I did. Mm-hmm. So uh next up we watched insidious the very the i would like okay. to be the first we, one uh, bobby and alan gave this two and a half and no and i gave this a three and a no bobby would like to go first bobby yeah uh i was i i uh i'm objectively correct all the time except for apparently when it comes to insidious because i was wrong it's a three and a yes actually um this movie uh I'm actually really excited for yeah, the fifth the red door. Uh, I, yeah, like, uh, I, I like Insidious and I like Insidious chapter two. Uh, I was less stoked as you'll no doubt see in Insidious chapter three <laughs> and four. Uh, but you know, I'm excited to see that main story happen again. Um, I think the conjuring really poisoned the well for me on this. Um, and I think this movie is pretty fun and cool uh, and is really good PG thirteen horror, like vastly superior to the Conjuring and PG. Well, the Conjuring horror. is is radar. Like, so there's enough. Great. Oh, <laughs> that's actually terrible. Uh, I hate them more now. Um, but yeah, uh, the the reality is this is probably the best PG thirteen horror it gets. Okay. Like, so yeah, Alan, I looked at my notes. Because I had a transition where I used to be taking notes on my phone, but now I take notes on my desktop um, in just like Google Drive Docs. And I scrolled to the bottom just to see like, what did I think? Because I always put my score and essentiality. And I put two and a half out of five, which that lines up, and I'm good with that still, honestly. It's average. Mediocre, middle of the road. My essentiality, though, says reluctantly yes. Hmm. And I'm trying to think. And you change that to no. I that's what I'm thinking is why did I why yeah. did I go away from my gut? 
Why did I yeah. I go? No, this isn't essential. Because like, I think Insidious does have a place in a place at the table in general. I think it's a pretty big franchise, all things considered. It's one of those. It's it's made a name for itself, and I also think on its own merits, it does kind of reach out in a very interesting way. So I'm also going to go back to my original gut and say yes to Insidious. Okay. Uh, I am going to hold the three and I'm going to change it also to a yes. Um, like partially because mistake, we, did, <laughs> we did so many other Insidious we movies did. and I think like over time it was like, oh, surely the first one must be a yes. Um, Didn't we say that? And just thinking about the franchise as a whole. Yeah, I, yeah right. You guys did for the last key, and I hope to God you so correct this, that mistake. This, uh, just a little, another little piece of uh, of Essential Scares history, right? This was episode seventy, and it was our first time, our very first franchise for when we were doing franchise months uh, or franchises in a row. Insidious was the first franchise we did, and uh, the next movie we watched was Insidious Chapter Two. Uh, Insidious Chapter Two. I really think that this is actually the longest time we've held on to an yeah, idea. 30 episodes. I'm actually surprised <laughs> that even just looking at it, that that was how long it was. Uh, Alan gave a three and a half, Bobby, a th- two and a half and myself with a three. Um, and this is cause like, this is weird now. Cause thinking back on it is like, is insidious chapter two actually as good as the first insidious. And Honestly, I I want to I want to say no. I want to say that it's actually maybe a little bit better. Uh, but there are parts of the first Insidious that are really pretty good. Um, and I think that the like the non horror parts, especially like the relationship between the, the the leads, is just like really really well done in the first movie. And I think that even though the second movie might be a little bit better overall the highs of the first movie are a little bit higher. And so I'm going to, I'm going to stick with, with the three. I think they balance out in the end. Uh, The no, I'll, I'll also stick with the no, like at this point, it kind of is just another insidious movie. Like it's really a lot like the first one. Um, So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll stay. Um, This movie isn't a two and a half, but also it's not better than insidious right like and i think it is kind of worse than insidious but it's like and so we have to go on a half point system but i remember liking this movie roughly the same amount like in hindsight like that i'm thinking about it's like oh cool like like the possession thing is very clearly he's possessed but it's kind of fun to like you know like it's one of those things again more looking at this movie as baby's first horror there's a lot to like here um, but yeah, I, I think a two and a half and a no is probably where this movie ends up lining up in my lexicon. Uh, the three is super justifiable, uh, but I think I want to really delineate that like Insidious one is the best. I unequivocally so love so Insidious far. Chapter Two. The whole possession thing works so well for me. I love the tiny whiny nonsense of this film. It is precisely what i want out of a sequel to this type of a franchise it's not essential but i do whole point still like it more than insidious and i don't care frankly if there's a disconnect there um it works for me um all right well and next up 
shocker, we talked about Insidious Chapter 3. Does anybody taste corn? Um, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really tasting corn right now. What's that about? Corman, are you tasting corn and vomit? <laughs> I, what is what is happening? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know because you know a movie's so great. We had to watch it twice. Oh, whatever. Uh, uh like yeah. so. Alan gave us a one. Did you really no, not get I, my I bit? I truly didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Bobby and myself a one and a half. Alan, you had the lowest I'm score. Good. Yeah. This movie's bad. Movie's real bad. <laughs> one and no. Oh, this this movie makes me laugh a whole bunch. <laughs> How much does it make you laugh? Uh, I think it, <laughs> I think I think it's still I think it's still I I feel like I laugh at this movie more than I laugh with it. So it's a one. It's a one. You're oh, dropping it. So it's a one now. Nice. Yeah. Corbin. Uh, I hold one and a half. Uh, it's not. It's easily the worst, but it's not that bad. It's not a one. Um, I think I. You know our average our average scores are pr- very similar across the board, but I for me it really takes a lot for a movie to go all the way down to one or even less, and this movie is just isn't bad enough to be a one. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, we the 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 joke was we all got drunk off mellow corn bottle and bond whiskey, watched this movie, and none of us made it through it. Me and Alan fell asleep, and Corbin got sick. And so we had to watch this movie again. That was the bit. That was the bit of this joke. Now we all know. Let's move on to the last key, shall we? Insidious number four, the last key. Uh, Alan and, and myself. Thank you. A three and a half. And yes, Bobby with a two and a no. Bobby, I'll I'll give you the Guess shit. what? It's going no. down to a one and a half. One and a half? And still no. I hated this movie Come so on. much. <laughs> This movie felt so much like The Conjuring to me, and I hate it. <laughs> I go ahead, go ahead, stay there. I, I don't I care. Am, I, I, am, I stand by my I goddamn principles. There. I am gonna stay there. I like this movie. It's very fun. It jumps right it, like into like the next tier of like just ridiculous like dumb horror. And I'm sorry, I had a blast with this movie. I thought that it was a return to form for Insidious after Chapter Three it was such a downer. And I'm way there. Oh my I'm god! Way there. What? This movie feels not like okay. The first two movies, like okay, so you're right. Like of all of these movies, right? They all feel kind of weird, right? One and two feel connected, and three and four both feel weirdly disconnected. And four just ultimately is a better movie. It's a more well constructed plot, and it's not like a prequel, so they're not trying to force shit in. Um, but like. God damn! Do I'm I just not give I'm a all fuck there. three and a half? Yes, about lady. I'm yeah, le- easy peasy, no Ugh. questions asked. It's just you don't need to give this one a yes anymore. We don't need to do. it. We corrected the mistake. mistake. Insidious one is the yes it's of this like, franchise. I, I hear, here's here. I don't understand how we could not. We could, this this is all my, pure unadulterated bias. I don't understand how Blood Diner could not I'm have been so, put in the Hall of Fame. This is like with I, this. I stand by my principles. That's all I have to say. Uh, I think next up, quick. two two easy movies that we can kind of just skip right past. 
we watched The Shining and Doctor Sleep back to back, and both movies got all fives. Oh my both god! Both movies got all yeses. I'm good. Uh, those movies are in the Hall of Fame, and they and they stay. And they should both be. Of them. Moving on. Yeah. Uh dare um, I say it? Dare I say it? Uh, if you watch those movies to the with a four to six hour like however long it takes, I can't remember. I think both movies are like two hours. hours long. Yeah, four hours long. It uh, it might be one of the most that with all what like watching the twelve to sixteen hours it takes to watch all the Lord of the Rings movies might be one of the greater cinematic experiences. You very, can have. very, very good. Yeah. Uh, next up was episode seventy six. We watched the uh, we started the Texas Chainsaw Massacre duology, the two thousand three remake version. Um. Alan gave it a one out of five. Bobby and myself with one and a halfs. Alan with a no. Bobby and myself with yes. I stand. One and a half and yes. This is not a good movie, but it is essential. It is probably the worst movie yep. that is an easy yes for me on this whole list, I think. Uh, I don't like that it's yep. a yes necessarily, but it it just is. It just did a lot for, for the genre. It's yeah. the first requel. So... Oh, it's the first, it's, it's first yeah. remake, rather. On principle yeah. alone, I'm sticking to one and no. I hated this film. I don't care what, <laughs> what it that, did. What does, that even, what does that even mean? Why couldn't we do this for Blood Diner? <laughs> Why couldn't we do this for... We had two films then, and you all abandoned me as I marched on Iwo Jima by myself. I'm I an American patriot. I'm a war did. hero. This movie was such a disgrace to me that I just can't... I can't tell people to watch this. You're gonna give the you're gonna hold with the beginning too. Oh no, the beginning is a two. Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Yeah, Alan gave a two and a no. Bobby one and a half and no. Myself two and a no. I'm holding. I also hold. It's better than the first one a little bit, but it's definitely not essential. Yeah, we all hold. The beginning actually did what I wanted this this movie to do, so it's better by definition. Next up, we watched the Ghoulies quadrilogy. Starting with the Ghoulies 1 with three one-and-a-halves, a a yes from Alan, and two no's. I Uh, stay. Alan, okay, yeah. I think that that Ghoulies 1 absolutely is essential. I think it... Fuck it. Fuck it. If we're all playing this like, I'm going to go off my principles and spite or whatever, I'm also saying yes. It's still a one and a half, but it's a yes now. Fuck you guys. This is an easy one and a half no. It's an easy no. I'm sorry. The first ghoulies? Gotta have it. You gotta have them little ghouls. No, you don't. You don't need it. It's still a no. I'm kidding. All jokes aside, I am better than all of you. It's still a no. Please put, (laughs) please make it right. Thank you. Sorry. (sighs) Ghoulies 2. Ghoulies 2. A three from Alan, a three and a half from Bobby, a two and a half from me, but three yeses. Uh, I'm going to bump to a three and hold the yes. I maintain. I, I, I don't care if I'm I'm like biased a little bit. It's it's Ghoulies 2 kind of fucking... I was shocked. Ghoulies 2 owns Bones. I we can just say movie. it. It's great. It's a fun film. It took the franchise in a cool direction. Big Ghoulie is cool. Yeah, it's a three and yes. Easy. Okay. Ghoulies go to college. Okay. I Yank might have been wrong. Crowns. Alan with a 0.5 and a no. Bobby and myself with a one and a no. Uh, 
you know, I just got done talking about how it's hard to give a one, right? Because it really takes a lot for a movie to be so bad that it's a one. And thinking back on Ghoulies Go to College, is Ghoulies Go to College so bad that it actually deserves the one? Honestly, yes, it is. But I do enjoy it. <laughs> I remember the reason why I said Ghoulies Go to College could not be a Bobby 1.5. The homophobia. Yeah. And it was all the sexual assault in you. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and the homophobia. Yeah, there, there, there was a lot of there was a lot of really problematic shit in Ghoulies Go to College, which I stand by, makes it out of the Bobby one point five territory. But holy fuck, is this movie so full of so many memes? <laughs> oh my god, the Ghoulies drinking all of the beer, the Yank Crown, dude. I wish this movie sucked less. <laughs> like. Oh, uh, Alan, what about you? I'm at a, I'm, I'm uh, one. It, it, it is not a point five. It's a one, and no. All right. Uh, next I up, start. Ghoulies four. I'm looking for some vindication. Bobby and Alan gave zeros and no. I gave it a one and a no. And I'll, I'll, I'll start. I was mad. I'll start really. I was quick. angry. I hold one and no. This movie is a one. I understand why you might be mad about this movie, but I'm sorry. It's just not that. It's not a zero. It's a 0.5. It, it, it gets to a 0.5. And here's here's the thing. Remember earlier when, I, when we were talking about Resident Evil, how I said we'll come back? This is where it's coming back. It's a, This is a 0.5. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I cannot in good conscience like say that this yeah. is a zero and Resident Evil is a 0.5. Like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Those are the same. The same. 0.5 shockingly shockingly me and Hill had the same thought yeah. process it's also a 0.5 i saw the both the resident evil things I'm like oh exactly this is definitely not bad as infinite darkness or the other resident evil show uh i and i think in part is because those were shows and i had to sit with them longer uh Fair. yeah i'm fine with that uh i'd watch ghoulie i i want to say it's probably a bobby 0.5 where it is all just absolutely lap. It, it's like the room where it's like, I almost want to give this a one and a half because like this movie is full of just weird, stupid bullshit. But the reason why I cut the entire point off of it is there's just no ghoulies in it. There's zero ghoulies in this ghoulies movie. Well, the guy from ghoulies, ghoulies is in it. And there's also like a lot of anti-Asian and is racism and Islamophobia and in it. Like <laughs> you're right. Half of the Ghoulies movies are hella, hella fucked up. You're so I'm right. sorry. What are you still? Are you? You're sticking to the point five, correct? I want to make sure. Okay, I want to make sure. Yeah, I of course I am. Straight. There's no way I'm giving. Next up, we watched. Uh, we moved on to the Hell House uh, trilogy. I should say, uh, kind of, but. Uh, we'd already watched Hell House 1, so we were just cleaning up the franchise. So we watched Hell House LLC 2, The Abaddon Hotel. Uh, this was one, but all three of us gave it fours. All three of us said no. And this is kind of a weird one, at least for me, because like I gave Hell House LLC the first one of five. And I, I really don't think that there is a one point differential between a Hell House 2 and a Hell House 1. Um, 
I agree that it's a no um, because the first the first one is and the other two are kind of just iterations on an idea. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I the thing is, is like I already gave Hell House the five, right? I'm going to it is better, but it's not a point better. So due to that, I'm going to kick Hell House 2 up to four and a half. I hold the no. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, respond with saying that I was the one person keeping Hell House out of the Hall of Fame. And I maintained keeping Hill House out of the Hall of Fame. Um, and I, while I do think that Hell House LLC is a great movie, but maybe not Hall of Fame worthy, but definitely essential. I do not think the Abbott, I, I, I thought about the Abbott Hotel and I feel like y'all really hyped this movie for me. Um, and so I'm actually willing to drop this down to three and a half. I think it's a point worse. Right after I just got done saying, I didn't think so. I'm, I know. Only one was objectively uh, yeah, right. It's all usually, and me, it's never me. <laughs> you've you've uh, kept too many movies out of out of the Hall of Fame. For that's fair. Killer Clowns is the one that you guys are never gonna let me forget about. Just wait till we oh, do that too. Yeah, um, you had a chance. You had a chance until you guys decide. Until you guys decide to be men, be 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 toxically masculine men. I'll never do it and for give sure. Blood Diner. To score and essentially, uh, I'm I'm sticking with Hell House too. Go for it. No, um, I remember the big thing was they had this whole idea of like phone camera thing that they never really did anything with, and it seemed like this was one of the ones where they just they had missed opportunities that I really wanted more out of, and they just didn't really fulfill those. So four and a no for me. Next up, we predictably watched Hell House LLC three Lake of Fire. Uh, this was triple four and a halfs, triple no. Uh, I will go first again. And once again, I, I this time I will stay. Uh, this movie, I remember being pretty good. Um, and it's a little bit like looking back on it, I know that we were pretty hyped on it being the end of the trilogy. Uh, and it did a lot uh, to kind of wrap it all up. Realistically this might be a four movie but it um as a trilogy ender and as the way that i think it it tied up the story for me it gains the half point so that's i think how it gets the four and a half yeah go ahead i have a quick question are you in my head (laughs) i'm always in your head (laughs) because very because very clearly this movie is fair um it's uh again i think if i were to rate these movies i'd go one three two and i think everybody within their right frame of mind i agree agree with that one three two i also think that none of these movies are perfect by any stretch of the imagination um (laughs) so i'm gonna go ahead i listen listen baby i know i know who you are i know what you're into um and so i will say that for no um, this movie is really good, but the Christ metaphor is a little bit over done over the head, and the fact that this movie end, ends up meaning like 
the Christ metaphor ends up having where like nothing bad ends up happening in this movie is fun, but also uh, Jesus Christ would never resurrect as a billionaire. I'm sorry. That's fair. Like, That's fair for sure. No. Like, uh, I also actually am dropping down to the four because I just, I just don't think I can confidently say for me that this was better than Hell House 2. So four, four and a and a no. Wow. Okay. Next up, I went on vacation to Disney World and Bobby and Alan watched the uh, duology see no evil see no evil 2 starting with see no evil bobby gave it a one and a no alan gave it a one and a no gentlemen do you stay i famously did not score these movies <laughs> well first off <laughs> yeah, first off what well well, yeah. well well first off well first off have you seen have see i no seen evil see no yet? evil See, it's funny because I'm pretty yeah. sure the point of this episode is to re-review and reevaluate, right? And I can't re-review or reevaluate something that I've never reviewed. Or Coward! Uh, so, Bobby and Alan, how do you feel about Ceno Evil? I feel exactly <laughs> the same. Do you see this shit? See that you feel exactly the same? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. This movie, this movie, so fucking stupid. It's got Kane. And Kane isn't good at it. And, like, Kane's in it a lot. And he's not even scary in it. He was scary for a boy who was maybe in the seventh grade who really liked masked Kane and really wanted unmasked Kane to also be cool. <laughs> he never was. Like, <laughs> That's fair. There's one, there's uh, so one no, great the scene in that not. film. It's when Kane throws his mom across the whole room into a set of spikes. One good scene. I was... I was shocked incorrect. that happened, honestly, because like, I, at first I kind of thought to, that maybe to, the mom What do you mean he was shocked real. Um, I thought it was like all in his mind, and then he killed the mom. It was very funny. Of course so I watched the movie. It's episode 100. You think I was going to end this with less scores, with less yes! reviews than you guys? Yes! I oh my god, never, I'm so stoked. I could never. I watched them both. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Oh, oh, God, Corbin, I was so mad at you. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, there are two good scenes in this movie before we let Corbin <laughs> review. And it's a, one is when he throws uh, mom, but scene two is when he shoves okay, the cell yeah, phone right. down, texting girl's throat. Uh, I- yeah. Uh, scene three is when they the nice vegan girl just dies the worst yeah. possible death. I I do also kind of just enjoy the beginning. Oh. Like <laughs> it's really not a terrible intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did. I, I felt like it kind of primed me for a little bit more gore because <laughs> you know it cuts this guy, guy's arm off in the first like sixty <laughs> seconds. Um. Honestly, it, so it's it's well known that uh, I have a huge bias towards not only this era of horror, but this subgenre of horror and this type of horror. And I like this movie uh, better yeah. than both of you. Of course, one point five I, out of five. We fucking <laughs> called it. We said that. <laughs> we called it. We called it. Yes or no? Definitely no. Easy, I'm like, easy, oh, easy no. I, I enjoyed this. my time with it. It was yeah. not a waste of time. We I knew it. it. I almost gave this a yes because it, it it I thought it was the only WWE 
Studios horror movie. But then, like, there's an even better WWE horror Yeah, it's called See No Evil 2. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. But that's not the movie but I'm talking we about We are today. talking about it. Uh, See No Evil 2. Alan gave this a 1.5 and a no. And Bobby with a 2 and a no. Gentlemen, how do you feel about this movie today? I messed up in, in giving Sino Evil 1 a 1.5 because this movie is very clearly a 1.5 out of 5. And I uh, know, uh, like, this movie is so stupid, but it's got the lady from Ginger Snaps in it. And it, yep. it does. I don't know why you looked at it that way, but yeah, it's got a lot of funny. I was hearing something outside and was confused. Yeah. I, he, he, he heard the cold <laughs> sound of the void. Uh, uh, I was just still so so stoked that Corbin watched. See no evil two is objectively better than see no evil by a whole half point. It's I stay at a one and a half and a zero, and one and a half and a zero, one and a half and a no. Fair. I I love I I I unironically love the fact that like they show a guy like they show like a burn victim that has the mask. And like it has nothing to do with Kane just putting on a, a <laughs> fucking dumbass clear mask because they thought it'd be spookier. Like, holy shit, this movie is so stupid. I love it. Um, so I don't have a lot to say about this movie, uh, except to say that the setting was better, uh, the the kills were a little bit better, and it was just like this movie feels like it was made in 2008 and not not eight years later but just two years later (laughs) Uh, i agree with you except for the fact that they use modern cell phones in this movie like a lot because it takes place immediately after and one of the first lines is like oh this is trending on twitter and i'm like doesn't this movie take place in 2006 (laughs) before twitter like yeah (laughs) Famously before um, Twitter. Anyway, I totally agree with you guys. This movie is half a point better than See No Evil 1. I give it a 2 and a no. Oh. <laughs> he just followed my scores at the time. Oh my god. I feel like I was I, I was I was I was like marking for Corbin. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my fucking god! Holy shit! This is the, this is the <laughs> high point of the episode for me. It won't be for the audience. Well, because nobody, uh, nobody watched those movies. AVP, so baby. Next up, we watched AVP and AVP Requiem. So Alien versus Predator from two thousand four. Uh, Alan and Bobby with one and a halfs. Myself with a two. Alan with a no. Me and Bobby with yes. Um, Alan with the objectively worst score out of all of us. The lowest of everything. How do you, how do you feel about yeah. this movie now? Yeah, I feel... and and keep in mind because I haven't mentioned it to the audience. If you haven't been keeping track, this is episode eighty six that we're recapping now. It was this was from March, so it's only been three months. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If you've been listening for any period of time, yeah. you remember right. this. Episode. <laughs> I feel ago. good about the one and a half. This film is one of those. Mm-hmm. I when we watched this film, it was eye opening to me because what I thought this film was and what this film actually was. Two very different things. Um, and I'm going to keep with the no. I just don't think... I think that this is this is a rose-tinted glasses type film. Really? Just outright. 100%. I think a higher score might be rose-tinted. I think, I think Calling's Essential crosses that for me. Interesting. 
Uh, I have to do some quick. Uh huh. Because I forgot. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. When did AVP come out? Oh no! I feel like I gotta go. <sighs> There's a big part of me that says absolutely not, right? Because it's not even the first V movie because Freddy vs. Jason came out an year mm-hmm. a year earlier, right? So this is very clearly a cash grab. But also, it's just the first time that there was a movie cash grab on a comic book series that had been going on for years. So, like, is this the first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Maybe. <laughs> um... I think the one and a half is a nostalgia factor that I cannot lose because it's this is probably actually the first real horror movie I ever watched. Um, but the reality, and I think that's actually why I said yes. So personally, I feel like it's that. You know what? I'm remembering this review again. I said yes because it's the first horror movie I ever watched. I know I'm not the only one. So... Actually, technically, that's not true because Jurassic Park 3 was the first horror movie I ever actually really watched. Actually, that's not true because Jaws was the first horror movie I ever actually really watched. But still, I can see AVP being the first one that I actually really watched. So let's go for it. It's there. Move on. I'm holding. Um, I, of course, hold with the yes um, for a myriad of reasons that I went over uh, a lot, I think, on that episode not so long ago. Um. I actually the the issue with my score now, right, is that as I've like kind of looked back uh, and think have thought more about my range, um, and the other movies that I've given twos or movies that I've scored above it or below it, and thinking about the actual quality of this movie, is this movie a two? Is this movie below average? Uh, I'm gonna say no. I think it just is average. I give it a two and a half. I don't think that this movie is 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 bad necessarily, um, but it's also not like good necessarily. <laughs> um, for everything that it does wrong, there's like a little thing that it does right. So for me, I think it, it actually does just kind of balance out. And I, I think that a little bit of me dropping it down to a two, because in my mind, it was a much higher score, like four or five before this is a lot of what Alan was talking about, which is that the movie the movie that it is isn't the movie that I thought of it as. And so I think a little bit of my score at the time was like forcefully correcting, overcorrecting. And now with like the benefit of the double hindsight, both on the movie that it is and what I thought it is, I think that it's just average. Two and a half. I'm doing some in-game research here. Uh, next up. Alien versus aliens okay. versus predator requiem, uh, Alan and myself with a three and a half, Bobby with a two and a half, with a yes, no, and no, uh, Alan with the objectively best score this time with a three and a half and a yes. How do you feel? I'm gonna bring it down to a three. Okay, so I think we we got really 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 hyped up about this. This was this episode was a lot more like jovial. Look, Who's you we? know what I'm talking about. Corbin and I got very excited about this because this is what we this is the AVP we wanted. Um, it's the AVP I wanted to. Um, it, so it like, this fine. actually had the things I wanted, but it's not essential. I was wrong. 
I'll, I'll make the correction now. No, it's not. It's absolutely not essential. There's no. It's a great fun. It's a blast. You'll have a grand old time, but no, it's not essential. Um, I'm going to hold with a two and a half and a no. Uh, I was looking at the two and a half that I gave both times, and I'm like, some of these movies are objectively better, but less fun. Some of these movies are objectively worse, but more fun. Uh, and I feel like this is another one of those quintessential, like, yeah, this is a, this is, this is like a, a movie that I remember, I watch and then forget about. And I go, man, AVP Requiem was fun. Right. And I go, Oh, that's right. There's like four fun roles, <laughs> like cool scenes. And then the rest is like, meh. Um, I, I hold three and a half. I don't know. I think it is a point better than eight, than the first one. Uh, it's just a point more fun, more enjoyable. It is a point right. more yeah. better. So we, it we is do, a point better than agree. the first one. Yeah. I agree with you. But yeah. Um, yeah. so all, all that matters wise. is that we agree. Uh, Then we started our longest journey yet, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Technically a franchise finisher, because you may remember we watched Nightmare on Elm Street 1 on like episode 9. Um, so we watched Nightmare 2, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, this got movie got three yeses from us a four from alan a four and a half from bobby and a three and a half from me i'm gonna go first and just say you know i don't have a lot to say about this movie that hasn't already been said except to say that i hold the score and the essentiality i do think that this movie is essential for various reasons um but i don't think it's that amazing i think that is more essential than it is good Um, this movie is the least A Nightmare on Elm Street of all the A Nightmare on Elm Street movies. But shockingly, I liked it second most. So it's still a four and a half and a yes for me. Uh, I don't know why I'm still... Uh, maybe maybe it's like the, the just all of the sexuality in it. Like the gay sexual... It's like, there's just something about this movie that makes me go, I just I just enjoyed it a lot. Um, but again, the uh, the... The love plot is so wooden, and clearly everybody's uncomfortable. And it just looks like every time they're like, I love you. It's like, <laughs> no, you don't. You love your best friend. Kiss your best friend. Kiss him. Give him a kiss. Uh, I'm also it. holding that foreign yes. I mean, this movie's fantastic. Um, it's the, the transformation scenes into Freddy are just so iconic. Like, they're so good. Um, they just should have kept was, doing this, this a, right? Like, this was such an interesting idea. Uh, next up, we talked about Shocker, a movie, uh, an episode that I originally wasn't on, uh, but that had then since went back and reviewed. Um, so because I yelled at you every and week I took until my you did damn it. time. So Alan with a three, <laughs> no, Bobby and myself with a three and a half and a no. Um, and as the most recent person to review this movie, I'm going to go first. And say that, you know, this movie was a lot of fun. And, like, it's kind of weird because I think if you had just asked, if you asked me just randomly what I thought my score for this movie was, I, I don't know that I would say three and a half. But looking at the three and a half and thinking about the movie, I think it's right. So I'm going to hold. Um, I had an idea of what another movie in this franchise should be uh and i was like 
and I looked at what I gave it. You know, it was like, and I looked at what I gave Shocker. I'm like, these movies are equal for different reasons. So uh, I'm gonna give actually, I'm gonna give Shocker a four in a note. Interesting. I will Spoilers be holding for, at my one of us. <laughs> I'll be holding at my three and no. Shocker's a ton of fun. It's way smarter than it has any fucking right to be, realistically. Dude, like, the movie's really genius. Is. So that last act is so wild. And there's it's so funny. I children I can't at wa- it's wait very funny. to watch Blood Diner. I can't wait to watch Blood Diner. I can't wait to watch Ghoulies 3 and Ghoulies 2 and 3 for what it's worth. And then Shocker. And then started off with an Exorcist 3. Oh my god, what a fucking marathon for <laughs> that's, that's that's an essential <laughs> marathon right there. Uh next up we got right back into actual Nightmare on Elm Street with Dream Warriors. Uh Alan and myself with four and a half, Bobby with three and a half, three yeses. Does anybody want to change their score? Four. Uh it is it is as good as Shocker. I didn't like it as much, but I also it's, they're different movies. And uh I think I was upset with this movie coming off of Shocker because Shocker has so much benefit of like seeing where the franchise went. And I think I got a little bit like miffed there. I, I don't like dream warriors as much as I should. And I accept that. Um, but I think that it's, I, 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 I think it's a four. Okay. Uh, then we watched, Nightmare on Street 4, The Dream Master, uh, a a stark contrast to the previous uh, entries and and the beginning of the end of our high-rated Nightmare movies. Oh, we gave this movie one out of five from me and from Alan, and a one and a half from Bobby, uh, with three no's. Uh, Alan? We're good. Okay. This movie's uh, bad. You know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot there's a lot about this movie that I, that I really like. But you know, I think I think in hindsight, yeah, maybe a point I, five I more. A point five more. Because there are some kills in this movie that are just actually pretty good and hold hold the score on its own. Look, look, is Dream Master the best nightmare movie? No. But is Dream Master the fourth best nightmare movie. Absolutely. That's not even true, and you know it's not true. No, I think I think I hold to that. You're not gonna hold to it. Oh no, I gave oh god, I did give this a higher score. No, no, no. Deathbed. <laughs> the bed that eats. A five out of five title for a zero out of five movie, according to Alan. Uh, with Bobby and myself with a 0.5, this is one of the lowest scores I have given, including our uh, adjusted scores, yeah. which are largely adjusted higher. Um, I think the only other yes, yes, I are think they the really? only other movie that I've given this low of a score to was that Resident Evil TV show, largely, <laughs> and uh, I hold 0.5. It's just not very good, but the title is amazing. Seven out of five title. Yeah, I th- I feel like this is the point where we all just go, yep, 
This movie's garbage. I hated it. Zero. <laughs> You're no, not gonna give it a point five. No, half a point alone. No, it's See, not. Like, it's yeah, not. it's always no. dude. No, no. You're no. you're no I'm so I'm so sorry. Better this movie is worse yes. than the Resident Evil TV show. Absolutely. This movie is worse. No. This it's movie is worse, worse than, than that. The Resident Evil it TV is. Show. It absolutely yeah. is. This is worse than the Resident Evil TV show. The skeleton, okay, skeleton hand I, alone when I, was more episode, interesting. Because I was on vacation for this episode. I wasn't on the show proper. Uh, I said skeleton hands, hilarious. The complete lack of acting for that, hilarious. Okay. I am. It does not earn anything. How no, does one good scene? Ske- one skeleton gag and one deathbed, the bed that eats combined that's like a quarter point each right no that's a, that's a half point there one it's a messy sound of one point one one every every woman character in this entire movie gets naked which is like a hilarious level i of just sexism. i can't like you can give it I an can't. ironic point i can five, give it a zero. you can do I that can give it a you're zero allowed to do it what it deserves Ugh. who would have thought that this is the largest, I, I, I just, largest piece of contention on this episode right the first largest is i i stormed the beaches i fought them all i asked my brothers my brothers to come with me and you left me to die all right next up we watched nightmare on elm street 5 the dream child all three ones all three knows and this is a weird one because like i know that this is a one right i hold the one because this movie is not good but also, like all the notes that I have for this movie do make me laugh when I read them. Like this movie, <laughs> this movie did. This movie does get a lot of chuckles out of me, and I would say that the one out of five probably does not accurately represent how willing I am to watch this movie again. <laughs> Dude, right? Like, yeah, it, it's not like, good. One of my favorite it's bits of fun. <laughs> one of my favorite bits of this movie is it's very clear that this and dream master were kind of written together because the boyfriend yes. survives. <laughs> so it's like, there's a very clear, like, like dude, by the way, speaking of right. And also the next movie was very clearly starting to be written. Like, cause it, cause like there's a baby right. involved. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. So good. Uh, so bad. I, I hold. hold like easy. I would very happily watch all of the Nightmare movies again. Uh, um, well, next up we watched Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare, the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie without Nightmare on Elm Street in the title. Uh, Alan gave us a two and a half. Bobby and myself one and a half. All three knows again. Um, you know. I agree with the with a one and a half. I th- I think like it was just a little bit more realized than the Dream Child, but it was all it was also like a little bit less yeah. funny. Um, but the movie was just better, so I I give it the I'll give it the point five over. Still, I hold one and a half. This movie gets a point for at the end where the main character Lady looks and goes freddy's dead and then it freeze frames with the credits over it like that's all i need yeah that's all i need like this movie is so fucking stupid but i don't care it's a bobby 1.5 i'm gonna actually adjust down to a two 
Uh, I think calling this average is a little aggressive, but I do genuinely find this movie a ton of fun. I love this was such a high point for me with the garbage that we had to sit through leading up to this. Uh, so I, did it get a higher rating for me in part because of the sheer gluttony of nonsense we watched before this? Probably. But that's just that's just the way the cookie crumbles, boys. I don't know what to tell you. The cookie the cookie did crumble that like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did. And it did. then we watched Wes Craven's New Nightmare, a movie that Alan only thought was a three out of five. Uh, Bobby, a four. Myself, a four and a half. All three of us said yes. Now, Alan, you originally gave Freddy's Dead the Final Nightmare a two and a half, but what? But Wes Craven's New Nightmare only a three. This is a half point differential. That's How do you now, with the benefit of like a, you know two months hindsight, feel about this? Well, we we corrected one. Now we get to correct the other, and we're going to bump this one up the half point to a three and a half. Um, yeah. Wes Craven's New Nightmare is very interesting. And I'm also, I'm keeping the yes, by the way. Um, yeah. This movie is not at all what I thought it was going to be. And this was also the second time I had to rewatch a film for the show. Uh, third time, because I had to watch Mad God twice because I fell asleep while watching that. Uh, but I also fell asleep while watching this because Mad God was very how? And not interesting at all. Okay, that's why. Um, that's how we didn't, you're not interesting God, dude, I'm so mad at you. I cannot, I can't remotely express my anger. Continue. That was I'm about sorry. It, really. I enjoyed this. The trans, the way this movie played right. with what is a dream and what isn't was again. They, they made that interesting again. Like this, this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, uh you're right. I'm gonna hold uh with Wes Craven's new nightmare. Um, I think I got. Of the newer movies, I got one right, and I think I've got one a little wrong. That's fair. Uh, I'm also going to hold, I think that this movie is right on the edge of being an absolute masterpiece. Um, and I really, really love everything about this movie. Um, and I think it... Would you agree it's too personal? I think that that might be what prevents the half, uh, only from, you know, four and a half to five. Yeah. Like, But also, I think that that's part of what makes it so good. Um, because it's kind of like an interesting autobiographical play on uh, the Nightmare franchise, and I really like it for that. Um, then we did A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, the remake, uh, a movie that Alan and myself gave a two, and Bobby gave a two and a half. We all said no. I'm going to just go ahead. Yeah, That's not true way. at all. Alan and yeah. you gave it a two and a half, and I gave it a two. Oh, oh! The names are the names are. I'm being in, gassed the hell hard right now. That's right, Alan. Bobby I don't know Gordon. why I said that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's been a very. It's a. It's been a. It's I'm been a very the dyslexic one. You're. Um. It's been a very long episode. You can't. You simply can't blame me for anything. Um. <laughs> so I was. So maybe I misread what I wanted to do. Right. I. <laughs> What I wanted to say was I hold at a two out of five. <laughs> uh, seeing seeing now <laughs> that I get actually give it a two and a half, I'm gonna go ahead and pop that baby down <laughs> to a two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hold enough. 
Uh, I'm also going to hold it my two and a half in the note. This one to me is average. And I remember this one being one that was frustrating because like, there's an idea here. This had potential, but it just didn't capitalize on it. And it just put it right into that mediocrity soup. I do think it had the, the I think I was wonderful movie are right there. Go for it. Right mm-hmm. there. Um, I, I'm actually going to drop it to a one and a half. Um, but not a Bobby one and a half, just a regular one and a half. Uh, I think that's the reason why I gave it a two because I was like, Bobby one and a half are sacred. But now that I've done all of the hundred episodes, I'm like, no, they're not. I fucking don't give a shit about this. I've moved all of the episodes where I was too much of a coward to say it's a Bobby one and a half to like threes <laughs> or whatever. So, um, uh, it's a one and a half. Uh, it's actually pretty bad. Uh, and I wanted it to be good because Jackie Earl Haley is a very good Freddy Krueger. But like this movie just it's it's equal parts. Like, it, it, no, I, I said it's equal parts like trying to like faithful and soulless, but I don't think it's equal parts. I think it's mostly soulless. Like the faithfulness doesn't feel that way when you sit with it for any period of time. I get why this movie has largely derided. Yeah. Uh, next up and finishing us all off, we watched the Basket Case Trilogy. So starting with Basket Case 1. Can yeah, I hold in all three? Right now in all three, yeah. I'll just recap you. Um, I'm also holding. On all of them? Yeah, I have no I have no qualms with any of my scores on Basket okay. Case. Okay, so, so we'll just fly through these real quick. Basket Case 1, Alan a 2, Bobby a 3, myself a 1.5, uh, Alan with a no, Bobby yes, me no. Everybody holds exactly as they are. Yeah, I get nothing to hide. I... I love these movies unironically, but also they're very tough. Uh, Basket Case 2, Alan with a 3, Bobby with a 3, myself with a 2.5, all three no's. Every, does everybody hold? I, I hold! <gasps> I'm going to drop to the 2. Um, I'm sorry, but, you know, and especially by I the third one, I was really talking a lot about, like, I didn't like these movies all that much and i think the two and a half was generous you guys both liked it a lot more than i did and i think i was feeling the hype a little bit basket case three the progeny <laughs> another five out of five title uh where alan gave it a two and a half bobby and myself with a three again three no's do you gentlemen hold i hold i, hold. I again do not and this one I give the two and a half that I previously gave to Basket Case 2. Uh, this one is easily my favorite. And I don't really feel like it was ever a three, but I gave Basket Case 2 a three, a two and a half. And I knew that this one was better, so I had to give it, I gave it the higher score. I still think that it's better, uh, but neither of them are really above average. So I give it the two. Congratulations, gentlemen. We are officially harsher reviewers than we were. <laughs> A hundred episodes ago, hundred and one yeah, episodes ago. Interesting you say that, Bobby. Uh, um, you and Corbin are harsher. I am just slightly less harsh. Uh, so, so oh, is this true? What, the initial what? initial pass. My average score was a three point oh one. Bobby's average score was a three point three six, and Corbin's average score was a three point two zero. That has now shifted to me with a three point oh three. So. 0.02% better 
pretty flat. Honestly, it's hilarious that it turned out like that for mine because that shows to me there's a lot of... I changed quite a few scores and some of them by pretty big amounts. So that average change does not necessarily show how much my scores actually shifted because boy, they did. Um, Bobby, you got a fair bit harsher going from a 3.36 to a 3.23. And Corbin, just you, you kind of, you were the same as me, but a little bit more negative Uh, 3.2 to a 3.18. And overall for the whole show, we went from a 3.13 to a 3.09. So just slightly harsher. uh, The second pass. Sorry, episodes 102 plus, 101 plus. Y'all are going to get the real us now. <laughs> it's going to be brutal. Oh, boy. But yeah. Yeah. What what a time. But speaking of a yeah. much more cynical, much more evil, much more bad Essential Scares podcast. What are your handles? Where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CoreBangRang or just about anywhere at Bolters and Bourbon. Um, I like to talk about video games and Transformers at CoreBangRang. I talk about war games uh, at Bolters and Bourbon. What have I been up to? Uh, in the last little while, I went to see The Flash, which was really cool. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's certainly not the best comic book movie of all time, but I quite enjoyed it. Uh and then I, uh, you know, Warhammer 10th edition has come out as of this recording it has been out for two days and it has consumed my life for much more than two days. And uh, that is really what I'm doing. Building, painting, reading the new edition. I'm pumped, super, super pumped. So follow me at Bolters and Bourbon to see my progress there um, or at Corbangerang if you don't care about that part. You can find me at twitch.tv slash theredweenie, where you can see me streaming date of release on Sundays and starting date of release every other Tuesday. Uh, After date of release, I will be on Tuesday nights every other week streaming a game of my choice for the main while it'll probably be Diablo, my hardcore run. Um, but if I decide to play a different game, we'll see what happens for a amount of time that I don't know. I'll probably start around seven or eight and I'll go till and uh, until I get tired and then I'll be done. Uh, what have I been doing? Uh, been been waiting patiently for my 10th edition box to show up with Warhammer. Been playing a bit of Diablo uh, and have been largely living life, living large. I've got a couple of very interesting vacation days coming up with my family in july july is apparently a vacation month very excited for that um and you know just live in the dream uh twitch.tv slash the red weenie hang out with me then i'll fucking be your best friend in the whole world and give you a whole bunch of you can find me at a seal punter just about anywhere uh i am also eagerly waiting my leviathan box because it was supposed to be here today and then got delayed in shipment so it is supposedly going to be here tomorrow We'll find out. Um, that's been the big one. Uh, I'm actually going to go play disc golf this week because I uh, hadn't played. It, it was a series of events that stopped me from going to my usual Thursday leagues because I also have a Warhammer boarding actions league on Thursday evenings. When I was leading up to whiskey night, I wanted to play more boarding actions because we were doing a boarding actions tournament. 
and that so that took up yes bobby did win. i won by the um, way then the week where i was about to go back i went and got a tattoo and if you know anything about tattoos you're not really supposed to go out and sweat a bunch after you get a tattoo so instead of going and playing disc golf in the june heat of indiana uh i went and played even more boarding actions uh last thursday it was great we didn't play 10th yet because we didn't have all the rules and stuff uh, but i am very very excited i'm playing a game or two this week um where i will be fielding the knights because boy picking them up this uh past christmas has uh has been a pretty worthwhile purchase given where the 10th meta is um but yeah that's about it a seal punter just about anywhere does does alan but chase the meta People i, I happened on it unintentionally out of the three of us only one person chases the meta and his name is bobby That's not that's that's it's it's completely inaccurate. I'm playing the worst. I'm I'm running into the we're playing arguably the third worst army in the game well, right now. For now, uh, it's fine. <laughs> but you can also find the podcast for, yeah. uh, just about anywhere at Essential Scares. We are active on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and we would love it if you gave us a follow. In the uh, bio for all of our socials is a link to our Discord where we hang out all the time and talk about movies, music, games, and more. Uh, we're always taking suggestions on what to do next. Uh, this completes, it concludes, it finishes our first 100 episodes. Um, astute listeners may notice that we have now done 102 episodes uh, because one episode wasn't counted and episode 100 was twice. So uh, <laughs> go ahead and shoot us a message or a Discord, uh, you know, at with something that you would like us to cover in the future. Um, the format of the show is going to be changing a little bit uh, going forward. Um, and uh, I think it may uh, uh, be best, you know, we'll probably take a, a one week off for the holiday next week. If you're American, you know, it's July 4th. Um, and we record right on right on top of the USA. holiday. USA. Um, we're going to plan. We're going to figure it out. And we're going to be right back in two weeks with a whole new, all new better. Essential uh. scares. Bobby. Yes. I want to be very clear. Uh, you didn't. Yeah. And you announced this before anybody said, but unlike last time when you announced it and I was pissed off, this is again behind the curtain. I'm totally <laughs> fine with taking a week off for the holiday this time. I want to be very clear on that. This is, this is, this is both in front of and behind the curtain. There was a whole fight last time we took a couple weeks off, but like, I'm like really cool with that. I'm like, oh fuck, we didn't talk about what movie's next and I don't have the time for it. So thank you. Yes. We're taking a week off. See you in two weeks, babies. Mwah. If if you're lucky, I may just download a bunch of episodes and just do like a best of thing. It's not going to happen. I'll, I'll, so don't say, suspect immediately it. says I'm going to do it. And then within well, the same breath, nah. <laughs> there's no way this happens. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. It's no, it's not gonna happen. But if it does, you uh, everybody tell me in the Discord, join the Discord, and then be like, Bobby, I'll pay money on your Patreon, and that's all. I, I don't have one, but I'll get one if you if, if that happens. Wow, cool. goodbye. Bobby's already trying to make money on his own for a, a, a triumvirate product. Yeah, this is very, oh, I'm very sorry. Intriguing. I'm sorry. The it's podcast Patreon. You're right. I'm so sorry. Listen, this this we've been doing this episode for three hours at this point. I'm like fucking you know exhausted. Follow us <laughs> and join the Discord. Thank you so much to everybody who has listened or watched for the last 100 episodes. Uh, we really truly appreciate it. Um, 
there's been many times where I have thought, and I think where maybe other people have thought that like the number one reason why uh, we continue to do it is because people listen and like the show and kind of every time I've thought maybe nobody listens, maybe nobody checks it out. I just check the stats, talk to people and you know what they do. And so thank you so much for listening and for watching because it really means everything. Yeah. Um, Thank you to Bobby and to Alan for being on the show with me 101 other times and for being on the show with me today. I have been your host, Corbin, and this has been Essential Scares. Play a million more breakdowns, baby. No.